David X. Hey. How are you, my friend? How are you, Gunner? I'm swell. I'm I'm doing all right. I'm all fried up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is is my favorite bookend to a week. Yeah. Yes. Mine too. Getting to spend a little time thinking, you know, carefully about all the threats to our security, privacy, and livelihood. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's therapeutic. It's therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. So, So what's new with you? Uh, well, I guess most recently, um, I visited, uh, Spain. Oh. Um, so as I mentioned on the show before, I'm in the, I'm on the advisory council for the Open Technology Fund, which is a, a part of the Radio Free Asia, which is part of the Broadcasting, Broadcasting Board of Governors, who also brought you Voice for America. Anyway, so this organization is part of the State Department. They, uh... Uh, their job is to uh, do journalism in Asia. And mm. uh, in order to do journalism in Asia, it turns out you have to deal with things like the Great Firewall of China mm-hmm. and among among other things. And so they have a fund set aside to uh, uh, create open source and freely available circumvention and um, uh, privacy tools that can help journalists do their work in these countries. Hmm. Um, and so, uh, great organization uh, run by a wonderful group of folks and, uh, this con they do an annual conference with all their grantees. And, uh, so there I found myself at this conference with activists, journalists, nerds, um, talking about, uh, what tools they're using, how they can make them easier to use, um, how to protect sources. Um, just a really, it was a great conference. Um, really fun. And, uh, uh, some of the projects they fund include, you know, Tor, Signal, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. It sounds like that they would have some hand in that. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, it is cool. Um, so the uh, uh, also cool was the little bit of time I got to spend in the city of Valencia in Spain, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which uh, I did absolutely no study of beforehand. Um, I mm-hmm. basically knew I was landing at a particular time and then where the, where the hotel was going to be. And, but I didn't read up on the city or anything, but, uh, what I discovered is that the city is fraught with bridges, which is big deal for me because I really enjoy bridges and, uh, different kinds of bridges and they had all of those available to me. Um, mm. they also have a wonderful city park that, uh, resides in a, what feels like a causeway, um, that stretches basically as far as I can tell all the way through the middle of the city. So, you know, like those big Los Angeles canals, like those concrete canals that you could do a car chase in. Oh, right. So imagine that running through the city, but then fill it with central park. Oh, and and that's, and that's the scene, right? Um, yeah, it was really cool. So I did a morning run through the, uh, through this wonderful green belt. Um, anyway, Valencia, Spain, if you have a chance, it, uh, it was just lovely. Um, beautiful old town. Yeah, it was great. So nice. Yeah. So what's been going on with you? How, how's your puppy? Good, good. Um, he, he got, uh, neutered the, earlier this week. So he's a little on the sensitive side, but, um, <laughs> that, that, that was good. That, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's a little mopey, um, but uh-huh. he's coming around. Uh, he's, he's doing all right, but, uh, I got some good news, bad news sort of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's pretty cool. Like on my the Chromebook I have uh, now, I could do Android apps in Chrome OS. So Very that's nice. 
Yeah. So things like, but the weird thing is like I pulled down the Gmail app and I'm thinking, oh, I could do offline like Gmail and, you know, do something like that. But the keyboard mapping isn't the same in the mobile app as it is in the desktop app, which is really weird and huh. disappointing. Yeah, yeah. That sounds confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and consistent. Um, but then the other thing that I found disturbing today is, do you know what a bully stick is? Uh, these are kind of like very, very hard chews, uh, that you would give a dog to keep them occupied for like five or six hours. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. And my, my puppy loves them. Um, and do you know what they're made out of? Mm, uh, I kind of, I just, just like horse parts. I don't know. What are they made of? Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, and this is how I found out about it this morning. I was, I was just like, uh, freaked out. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, you know, like I saw that there was like a FDA warning about like bones and, you know, they, they crumble and all that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I know he loves these things, but is it made out of bones or whatever? So I go and I, I look this up and it's like, oh, I found out that it's a, a bully stick and it's like, oh, it's made out of beef pizzle. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay, what's a beef pizzle? And I, I googled that, mm -hmm. and it's a uh, 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 a bull's uh, boy parts. <laughs> I had them all through the house. I started laughing at that because I was imagining your expression, and then I, and then I started laughing because I was thinking about you trying to explain this to your wife. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's great. That's yeah. Great. So everybody learned a little something this week, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, we all learned something this week. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um so uh so Dave, what's the uh, uh what's that what are the what are, what are we going to talk about on this on this show? And please don't say pizzles. Yes, yes. No, we're done talking about that. I'm done talking about that. Um, <laughs> yes, we're going to talk about things nobody wants. Uh, so uh, communications device that nobody wants, domain names nobody wants, TV standards that nobody wants, and uh, but also uh, nude pictures that Facebook wants. Oh, I'm glad, so glad this is on the list. So glad that's on the list. So if uh, uh, if, if folks want links uh, to, uh, to, the, to the location of Valencia, Spain, uh, or maybe this ballistic information that you've encountered, what, 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 what website should they go visit? Yeah, they want to go to uh, dgshow.org. So mm -hmm. D's and Dave, G's and Gunner, show.org. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, and then on the cutting room floor this week, what have we, what have we got? Yeah, so we got some uh, confirmation bias goggles, uh, Colonel Sanders branded Faraday cage, and uh, <laughs> doomsday shelters of the rich and famous. Nice. I'm intrigued by the uh, that Colonel Sanders Faraday cage. Yep, it is. It's it is what it is. That's that's what it is. So <laughs> you can enjoy your KSC and and peace and quiet. Nice, nice, very cool. Um, okay, uh, you sent before we recorded the show. You sent me a link to this page. Um, and I dutifully watched the video and then immediately closed it. And I don't like the notion that this is even a thing in the world. Uh, can you explain to folks this hyperflesh? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So did you ever like, to me, it looks like when you know how, like in the, you're watching mission impossible and then the guy pulls off the rubber mask and it's like some yeah. other actor. Yeah. Um, or like Arya Stark, right? Yeah, so okay. it's it's very much like that. Where um, in this particular video, 
it's this guy was like standing there, you know, he had like a goatee or something. And then he puts his mask on of like this like five-year-old girl and like all the facial expressions and everything. It's, it's like a latex or some sort of, you know, uh, just like mask and like he really looked like that that girl and was like gesturing like a, a little girl and everything is super creepy yeah yeah it's it, it's very uncomfortable to watch um it's and it's not uncomfortable in it didn't feel like uncanny valley comfortable right mm -hmm. like uncanny mm -hmm. valley where like you, the artificial thing looks uh looks like the real thing, but not so like the real thing that you're confused, but it just looks like it feels creepy, right? Um, yes. It's not quite there. It's actually more on the real side of the un Uncanny Valley than it is on the artificial side of the Uncanny Valley, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really upsetting. It was just, it's, because it's not, because it's incongruent, right? It was, it was upsetting not because it's in the Uncanny Valley, but it was upsetting because there was a little girl's head on a grown man's body. Yes. Yeah. 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 So we've got all, all kind of disturbing things on the uh, show notes uh, for people <laughs> to check out. So, yeah. <laughs> um, well, the, and the next, this next item uh, is the, the experience tube. Right. Right. So the, this is a new thing that's out. Uh, it's called an experience tube. So to me, this looks like the Snuggie of uh, video conferencing. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's this fabric tube um that i don't know it's it's nice soft uh, cloth and all that that has i guess elastic on the two ends and then you put your head in one end of the tube somebody else puts their head in the other end of the tube and then you could talk to each other and and pay total attention to each other uh without being distracted by your phone or anything else can i make an so i watch this thing and it's and it's it's obviously i think obviously a goof on at least on some level but i watch this and I immediately thought about, um, I had a friend who, uh, had a, th when he was young, did a thing with his mom, which was you kind of curl your hands around your eyes and then the mm -hmm. mother curled her hands around her eyes and then you put your hands together. So you're both looking in a tunnel made up of your hands. Mm -hmm. And it was mm -hmm. like, uh, it was just a nice, you know, sweet, intimate thing that a mother and, and her, and her, uh, son or daughter are doing, um, where they can talk to each other without distraction. With that in mind, I watched this, and I, like I know they're joking, but Dave, it seems like a really sweet thing. Like I can imagine in the right setting, in the right context, um, it being less goofy and more like I can see that be like really rewarding. Like how, like I can't imagine anything more intimate than like having your whole world blocked off except for this one person's face. Right, and and you're um, forced to pay attention to that person and you there's no way you could be distracted <laughs> that's, right. that's right you know and so this would be good for like uh first dates maybe um, <laughs> or speed dating you know it's like you you get like five minutes in the uh, experience tube and then they hit the bell and you move somewhere else <laughs> it's so nice to meet you can you put your face in this device <laughs> yeah yeah we, we we wiped it out right we sanitized it from the last person <laughs> why does it smell like iodine <laughs> oh, that's great um all right so uh what are some other things that we don't want yeah domain names or mm -hmm. at least some people don't want to me I, I think some of these are actually pretty awesome mm -hmm. um there's a guy that came up with a, a printed list of 1000 unregistered domain names uh, like mm -hmm. like dot coms <laughs> um and so some of my favorites are uh, badgrandson.com, uh, 
decentemployer.com, decentemployee.com, um, wonderfuldentist.com, vampirecow.com, uh, expletiveworld.com. Um, that sounds and, like fun. Yeah, so if you go to the um, show notes, there's a link that'll show you what the printout looks like. But you could also go to a podcast episode that has an unabridged recording of the the guy reading all of the domain names and I started <laughs> listening to it, and it is just great. It is so good. Is the, the reading it? That's gonna take. That's gonna take a while of him of him reading it. Is it the kind of thing where it starts off funny and then you get exhausted and then it becomes funny again after like? Yeah, it's it's yeah. like there's like it there's like a lull and then a spike. It's like, oh, <laughs> vampirecow.com or Explorer World. I really like some of these. Some of these I'm shocked are not registered. For example, sexysenator.com. Um, yeah. Toddlerjail.com seems like I did. There is definitely a, a mischievous-minded father out there who's going to register toddlerjail.com. That mischievous father might be me. Yeah. Um, toddlerjail.com. What a good idea. What a good idea. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh, well, on a slightly more serious note, um, in Washington, they're also providing us some things we don't want. Yes, yes. So let's, we could talk about the FCC and what they've approved. And, yeah. and it's not. we're not going to talk about net neutrality um, <laughs> this time. Um, but I did see that there is a next generation ATSC 3.0 TV standard coming out. So mm -hmm. think about like broadcast television. Mm -hmm. And um, the the whole, so on the good side is it improves like the picture quality um, and and things like that. And so probably you know getting up to 4K and uh, like over there broadcast high high dynamic range you know things like that. Sounds great, right? Mm -hmm. But the downside is that the standard includes ways for them to harvest personal data collection to target ads to you. Oh, I see. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it also uh, forces you to buy a new TV set. Of course. Yeah. So if you remember when, when it went from analog to digital television mm -hmm. and you had to buy the little converter box, mm -hmm. it'll be kind of like that, but there's no word as to whether they're going to hand out um, those boxes or not. And what's what's interesting is like big cable is against it, but the ter terrestrial broadcasters are for it mm -hmm. because their position is that it's like, hey, the cable companies have been doing this for a, a long time and we just want to level the playing field. So, uh, David Broom, you bring up a good point. Is that if the cable guys have already been doing this, is this actually meaningfully different now that the broadcasters are doing it as well? Right. And that's that's where, you know, you could think that you had this piece of freedom, right, where you could turn on a radio or you could turn on a TV set and uh, just, you know, use it over the, over the air. Mm -hmm. And you're getting, you know, nobody's tracking you or keeping track of what you're watching and what you're consuming. But... But, you know, the cable companies are, are, I mean, the terrestrial people are right in terms of like, well, the cable companies are tracking what you're watching. You have the, um, you know, the Internet companies like, the, you know, Twitter, Facebook and all that, Google, you know, they track all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so what's what's one more, uh, you know, industry tracking you? Yeah. It's like I give up. Especially because it's being tied to this additional kind of higher quality service, right? Mm -hmm. um, so in other words, like if you want 4K broadcasts or if you want HDR broadcasts or whatever it is that they're, that they're selling, um, then, you must also tr then you must also opt into this data collection, right? Right. 
yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, and I don't know if there's like a way to like ad block your way around it. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, if it's baked into the standard, like the tracking is based baked into the standard. Right. You know, it's sort of like coming out with TCIP with with the ability to uh, track people for advertising. Right. Like baked into the protocol. Yeah. 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 I wonder where the data comes from. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like. I don't know if it's like from the devices or geography or like who knows. I I don't know. Like if your TV rats you out in terms of like a GPS location. Um, yeah, like like I wonder. Like, hey, listen, I would love to show you these channels, but first, would you mind uh, giving us your birthday, gender, and birth weight, like mm-hmm. <laughs> like that kind of thing? I'd, I'd yeah, or or it does like correlation of like, mm-hmm. oh, this TV is located right. at this address that is right. mapped to you know this phone book. Yep. Entry. Yep. In this neighborhood. Yeah. Ugh, what a mess. Oh well. Um all right. So all right, well give me give me give me another thing I don't want. Yeah. So um so here's an interesting thing. And you may want this. This this may actually be something you may want. Um well uh, it's Facebook. Um so but the thing that Facebook is doing is that, like, let's say, like, you are on Facebook and you're in Austin and you're posting on Facebook all the time. And that's that's cool. Right. That's like a pattern that they know about. But then all of a sudden, Gunner is in Moscow, you know, putting all kind of posts up on. Um, and so what that would do is that would trigger uh, in the the thing that they're working on is it would be like, hey, this is like uh, this, you know, Gunner's account has been compromised. So, um what they do is they ask you to upload a photo of yourself to uh, that clearly shows your face and to prove that you're not a bot. Right. That's not a, that's, well, that's counterintuitive. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's the interesting thing would be like, Oh, okay. And it's, uh, you know, I thought that, well, the, why can't the bot just like Google search for me or pull mm-hmm. something out of my Facebook account, like a photograph mm-hmm. and then provide that. And, you know, it's it sort of solves itself. But from the looks of it, it it like will build a corpus of like known pictures and not let you reuse them. So it has to be like a somewhat new picture or I don't know if they'll look at like the access data uh, to see you know, the timestamp of when the picture was taken and things like that. There is no way this is the most efficient way to solve the problem. Yeah. No way. Or is it, is it easy, is it easier though? Like to prevent, um, you know, like, like somebody from hacking your account and making posts on your behalf. Well, is it so hard? Like the, the, I, I mean, I don't know what's wrong with the, is it the recapture, um, where you actually assist the machine reading, um, that you assist the machine reading algorithms by checking their work. So they'll show you a, uh, a kind of slightly inscrutable portion of a manuscript and mm-hmm. uh, you, and you type in like whatever words are, are in that clip part of the photo of the manuscript. And, um, and in that way you help the computer read inscrutable manuscripts. Um, that is well, that, the problem with that is that's, that's been defeated. Uh, oh. you know, like, yeah. So two things. One is that um, originally that was done. They would do like a mechanical Turk, mm-hmm. where like you could imagine like what they would do is they would host the. Um, you would do like this man in the middle, where the captcha would show up, and then they would send it. They would put the captcha on like a porno- pornographic site, 
and for somebody to see the pornography, they got to solve the captcha, and then they provide the input, and then it, they pump it back into the other uh, the person, the legitimate site that's asking for it, the the answer. But even now, I think there are a lot of of uh, like uh, it's like you don't even need like a mechanical Turk or a person to be able to uh, decode it where it's like people are using like AI or uh, machine learning to figure it out. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And and also I know Google has been working on other things like, like fingerprinting, uh, like where you are. So instead of getting hit with a captcha all the time, mm -hmm. um, it can build up a, a good idea of like basically fingerprinting your browser to know where you are. Mm -hmm. And like, if all of a sudden, you know, you are in Russia, it would bring up a captcha or, you know, cause you to do like another factor authentication or something like that. Right. But to me, it's like, uh, you know, it's, this is, I guess, another form of two factor authentication where your face is something you have. Um, and as opposed to like a one-time password. I guess. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's a little bit, well, it's, a, it's kind of something else though, because it's, um, cause part of what you're talking about is deciding when to challenge you. Right. Yes. Which is, which is kind of another layer in itself. Um, yes. I guess. Interesting. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Like you, you need to have some sort of like, what are the heuristics that would trip an alarm to mm -hmm. say that, Oh, it's geography. It's like this, you know, th this person's never tweeting this time of day or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, or this person's, um, default time zone is somewhere in China, yeah. um, from the yeah. browser, you know? Yeah. As a, you're, you're reminding me that, um, in my trip to Spain, I was getting my affairs in order and, uh, uh, and I was like, Oh, I need to notify my credit card company that, uh, mm -hmm. that I'm going to be traveling to Spain. And, uh, they said, uh, Oh, I looked up on their, on their frequently asked questions and it says that, no, that's not necessary. We already know that you're traveling to Spain. Hmm. Oh, right. Because I purchased the plane ticket with the credit card. So they are. So it actually said yeah. Spain? Well, no, it didn't. It would, no, it wasn't, oh. it wasn't that, it wasn't quite that smart, but, um, okay. but that was the upshot. It was, no, we already know you're in Spain because you bought tickets to Spain. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Great. I guess. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least they're being smart about that. No, they're doing right. some correlate, correlation of all the data they're collecting. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what other pictures are uh, Facebook soliciting? Yeah. So they want your, uh, your naked pictures. <laughs> well, we, oh, I knew that. Right. Who does? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do they, what do they want? Why would they want my, my nude photos? Yeah. So, um, with the whole thing of, you know, they call it uh, revenge porn where, uh, you know, people fall out of a relationship and then they will, they will post the, you know, compromising pictures of their, uh, of the, their partner online. Uh, they want to defeat that. And so, and to me, this is like crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Where, so number one, they're saying, Hey, why don't you, uh, share all your naked pictures with us? And then what will happen is they will, show the pictures to a person that is trained to look at these pictures. Um, so think about that. And then they will decide whether they are, um, it fits the terms of service or not. And if they decide that it, it, you know, Hey, this is potential for revenge porn. It will fingerprint the picture in some way. Like you could imagine doing like a hash of the picture, um, and then store that hash. So if they ever see that 
that that you know so mm -hmm. as people are uploading pictures on Facebook or uh, in the future if that hash matches it would be like hey that's revenge porn a kind of um, a kind of inoculating you against the right right yeah and and so my first thought would be like well what happens if you like resize the picture or you know you could easily defeat the hash but they said that they're that they're using hashing algorithms that um that uh, are resistant to that. So, mm -hmm. okay, I maybe. Um, but also, what if you like crop the picture or rotate it? You know, who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. So you well, have that. Uh, but then the the other thing is that you need to upload. You need to fingerprint all of your naked pictures, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. including the ones that you haven't taken yet. Right. Right. And so like you need to like send them all, all of them, you know, and I think Facebook gets enough of people's data. Yeah, this seems know? like yeah, this seems like more than enough, right? Um yeah. and you can imagine so what this is this is obviously a company run by a bunch of engineers who are presented with a problem and then created a it was a very creative solution to the problem that completely ignores uh like the root cause or like Back up three steps, <laughs> like like how about not allowing people to post nude photos on Facebook, like right. so how about we start there? Right? <laughs> yeah. um, the but instead we say no 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 we're going to let nude photos in and we're going to be so smart that it's going to be safe to upload nude photos to Facebook, right? Um, someone somewhere made the decision that it was more lucrative they were going to make more money um, by allowing nude photos and were willing to take the, all of the um, costs of privacy. Um, uh, all the potential damage, they're willing to assume all that risk because they're looking for all the eyeballs that are that are looking for nude photos, right? Right, and and then they're also, you know, you always talk, you know, or you know, people always talk about blaming the victim, mm -hmm. where where here are the burdens on the victim to provide yeah. the photos, yeah, yeah, and exactly. whether or not something happened yet, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and so like so now if I'm Facebook. Uh, I guess I can imagine, okay, well now I've got this corpus of all these nude photos of all these people. I'm going to, I'm going to create a safe nude photo sharing service, right? Where mm -hmm. just upload the photo to Facebook and you control by, by nominating, you know, your friends, Facebook accounts, you can choose whether they're going to see your nude photos or not. And that way you can rely on Facebook. Um, God, what a terrible idea. What a terrible yeah. idea. And you need to trust them too, right? Well, yeah. Where, uh, <laughs> like, like to me, it's like, can you imagine being in the meeting of like, hey, I got an idea, and like, and this I, is like, and this is only like two or three weeks after Uber wants or not Uber, uh, Amazon wants keys to your house, right? Right. I mean, there's so much trust, and and then also think of the liability too uh, that Facebook would be assuming that it's like. You know, like what what happens if the uh, so-called trained reviewer of these pictures don't mm -hmm. they don't keep a picture or don't keep a copy yeah. or it's used to blackmail people and all that? But who knows? Maybe the Facebook terms of service are so ironclad that you know that there's no you know the terms of service you're not allowed to sue them um, right. for you know your <laughs> right, naked right. pictures. Yeah, I just this this betrays just like the Amazon just like the Amazon delivery service, which will unlock your door and put the baggage in. I mean, this betrays a level of kind of ignorant arrogance <laughs> that like, well, we're really smart and we've solved this problem in, a, in an airtight engineering yes. fashion, right? It, it just, 
unhackable. Unhackable, right? It's yeah. just tone deaf to all the. Uh, just, what a terrible idea! This is awful. And, and people want that service so bad that mm-hmm. they're willing to upload naked pictures of themselves. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. It's kind of like a. It's actually a self-sorting kind of a thing, I guess. It's kind of, like if somebody's willing to sign up for a service like this, you can make some other pretty good assumptions about their behavior, right? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, well, and then also, yeah, for the, the, the ad targeting, right? Yeah, 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 that's right. This is bad. Okay, um, well, okay, now's a good time as any. Do we have any lessons learned this week? Yeah, so um, there was a guy, so don't do this. Don't try this at home because um, it's just going to lead to trouble. Um, a guy got fined for painting road signs to accelerate his commute to work. <laughs> I love this story so much. <laughs> yeah. This man yeah. is a hero. This man is a hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so basically, um, this this guy in uh, uh, China, I guess, uh, he uh, was fined $151 um, and it, because he was captured on camera on September 27th with a can of white paint, uh, spray painting new arrows on the road to redirect traffic. And he, he told police that it was a result of frustrations over the long delays on his daily bus journey to work. And he said that I saw the straight lane uh, was always packed with cars while the lane that turns left has lots of space. And if you watch the video, you see him like reaching out of his car, spray painting the ground uh, of like to add not just left turn, but also straight is okay too. And he, and he said that I thought that changing the signs would make my commute smoother. And, and the news story goes on to say that this isn't the first time someone in China has used their arts and crafts to uh, invent their own traffic rules. Uh, so in May, uh, a driver uh, was fined after surveillance footage captured him showing uh, him drawing his own parking space uh, with chalk on a road. Attaboy. Attaboy. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like I saw the the headline for this, and I'm like, wasn't this a Seinfeld episode of like Kramer with his, um, <laughs> you know, making his own, uh, making the highway wider and all that, and changing the lanes? <laughs> right, and, right, right, you know, you thought people would learn. Um, I don't know. Oh, that's great. That's great. What a treat. Again, I guess uh, ignorant arrogance, but like in a good way. With this yes. guy, yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. that's wonderful. Oh, that makes me happy. He's creative. That's great. He's thinking out of the box. <laughs> uh, well, Dave, this has been great. Uh, if, uh, if, folk want, if folks want links uh, to, uh, to the show, they want to check out what's on, the stuff on the cutting room floor, like the Colonel Sanders Faraday cage, what, uh, what website should they uh, visit? Yeah, or the Experience Tube. They want to go to uh, dgshow.org, so D's and Dave, G's and Gunner Show.org. Wonderful. And uh, Dave, I'm looking forward to our 150th episode coming up here. Yes. 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 Hopefully in time for Christmas. Uh, that'll be our Christmas gift to all our listeners everywhere around the world. <laughs> That's wonderful. All right, Dave. Non-returnable. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everyone. Okay. Bye.